0: My goal is to show you that you can feel alive, present, and not burn out if you do the work. You create your systems, you hold your boundaries, and you hold yourself accountable to looking in the mirror every once in a while and asking yourself, am I living the life I want? Welcome to the Being Better Everyday podcast, where we make your days more peacefully productive while you're juggling all the things. I'm your host, Julie Wenslick, a millennial mom, finance professional, and founder of PW Designs. I know that as a mom, business owner, corporate girly, or a combination of all three like myself, sometimes life can feel like a lot. With the simplicity and systems and being better every day, we create habits and routines that support your life, create calm in the chaos, and put the you back in your everyday. Grab those headphones, put on your shoes, and join me on a walk while we dig in to today's episode. Welcome. Today is all about giving you a story of the person behind the mic. Whether you know me in real life through social media or this podcast is your first time you've heard my voice. Welcome. My name is Julie Wenslake and I am the mom, wife, friend, daughter, granddaughter, corporate girly, and business owner. But most of all, I'm somebody just trying to be alive to my everyday life and walking you through that process along the way. So how did I get here? It all started in northern Wisconsin in 1989, some 30-plus years ago. Do the math. Okay, just kidding. But here's some things you need to understand about me. I'm the youngest daughter and have a brother six years older than me. I, In my childhood, I played a role of peacekeeper and perfectionist and just everyday people-pleaser in a lot of ways. Um, My high school years were the most difficult years of my entire life thus far. On the outside, I was killing it in school, in sports. I happened to graduate fourth in my class. I got straight A's and was uh, in multiple varsity sports. I loved soccer. I did Nordic skiing for those in Midwest and did cross country for about two weeks, but then quit. (laughs) On the inside, I was a very different person. I was anxious, depressed. Uh, At one point, I resorted to cutting in my freshman year, and another point, my junior and senior year, I would consider that I had an eating disorder, although I was never officially diagnosed. Um, Overall, looking back, those years sucked for my mental health, and not until my 30s and not until I had a conversation with my mom a couple of years ago did I realize that I was probably anxious my entire high school career and never really knew what those feelings were. I then went on to a private four-year Christian university in St. Paul, Minnesota. That is how I ended up in Minnesota. Minnesota, for those who aren't from Minnesota, I had a blast in college. I got to control my schedule, my achievements, my beliefs, and my health. By the time I graduated, I had a better relationship with food, thankfully. I had stayed with my high school boyfriend although I tried to break up with him for like a week. It didn't work, but I tried. (laughs) Um, And I graduated magna cum laude with a major in finance and econ. I was on my way to achieving everything I had ever wanted. When I graduated from college, I had four major life goals. I remember these goals so vividly. It was something I had always thought about, something I had always wanted. And really those goals even started like when I was graduating high school. Those goals were to get married and have a family. Although at the time, I didn't know if that really meant having a kid or a dog, um, buying a house, and making six figures. By the time I was 30, I had achieved all of those goals. I had spent my 20s hustling, working on average 50 to 60 hours for my corporate job, and loving it. I loved growing, I loved being the best, I loved learning new things it was my way of feeling worthy and feeling wanted. Why? Well, because in my 20s, I never felt good enough. And obviously not through high school as well, based on, you know, kind of looking back at the issues I had in high school. I wasn't skinny enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't making enough money. I didn't have friends. I wasn't enough in anything. I mean, those themes lasted probably from 14 until 30. So was that 16? Okay. Don't at me with my math. 16 years of my life. You know, I had friends in high school that I always felt second best. I was always comparing myself and wondering why no one liked me as much. And I was always felt like the third wheel. And I felt like that a lot of between again, 14 to 30, like 16 years. This ended up being also a major theme in our marriage with some pretty low lows as well as in my carpet job for a good eight years. Like I said, most of my twenties. So what happens when you hit all of your dreams by 30? When you are a new mom, postpartum with a lot of hormones and you go, what the fuck? Well, now what? I literally hit all of my dreams and I had never looked further. That was me. I had... I was 30 with a cute little bundle of joy. We had called peanut and we still call her peanut to this day. We had made it through some really massive lows in my marriage with my husband. Of course, (laughs) that would be with my husband. Um, And I'm talking shit that like breaks up marriages. I won't ever really come fully transparent of what that was or what incidences were in my marriage just for own personal reasons. But again, I know marriages that broke up over the same thing. And we came out on the other side. Um, we were in a house we loved. We had a dog. We had a kid. And I had was making an income that supported our family. And I felt the age old, is this it? I had always wanted to be the breadwinner. I had always wanted to be in control. And I had always wanted to feel worthy and successful. And all at once, I started questioning everything. So let's talk about time frame here. This was about four years ago, and it was 2019. I was postpartum with my daughter, Danny. Now, looking back, I also think I had a good dose of postpartum anxiety, although I didn't actually know what postpartum anxiety was at the time. Now I know. I wish I had found all of my doula friends and my pre- and postnatal yoga friend at that time, for sure. My body loved breastfeeding, yay, but I was anxious all of the time. Everything had to be on a schedule. I was constantly feeling anxious about the care we had arranged for her while I was at work because we had an old neighbor friend watch her and she had three kids. And honestly, again, as a new mom who had never really known about schedules and like taking kids out of schedules, my daughter wasn't getting sleep i was worried that she wasn't you know really being not cared for but like paid attention to i guess is the word i would use i felt like i was constantly failing motherhood my husband was also at the time working a full-time job and running a side hustle in the lawn care business um, so he was never home i worked full-time as the breadwinner and then came home and did dinner and bath and bed almost always by myself at least four nights a week in the beginning of 2020, my husband and I were sitting on the plane. I remember it so vividly. We took a piece of paper out and we started like chicken scratching. Okay, how much would daycare be? What would he need to make if we did, quote unquote, a cash business for the year um, in order to pay for daycare and for him to just work for himself? And we had to come to Jesus moment. I told him that he needed to figure it out for him to be home more. I He just wasn't making enough for me to justify taking lead parent role and breadwinner. Now I realize some people just don't have a choice on that, but I felt like we had a choice. I knew he was already working a side hustle in lawn care. I knew it wouldn't take much, honestly, for us to be at least make the payments for daycare while he grew his business. So we decided we were going to do it. In January, 2020, he decided he texted his old boss and said he wasn't coming back for the summer and that he was going to start his own business in lawn care. So fast forward, that was January, 2020. Guess what comes two months later? Anyone remember? Yeah. So we spent 2020 with him building his business, which was great. It was honestly a great year for this whole pivot. Um, But he ended up building his business in what I would call the nap zones. Anyone who's had a kid knows what this is, but I would work my corporate job. We didn't have daycare. At most, we had help one day a week from a stay-at-home mom neighbor. And I would watch her then while he went out and mowed during naps. Now, if anyone's had a newborn, or at this time she was one one year to 18 months that summer, she was up by 3.30, and we were down to one nap at one year. So that whole summer, it was one afternoon nap, usually from 1 to 3.30. So I would be moming, quote-unquote, from 1 until at least 6 p.m. So once again, I was doing dinners by myself, I was working my corporate job while watching her during naps. And again, thankfully it was COVID year. So I was home and everyone was understanding that when people didn't have daycare and thankfully most of the time, it was only about an hour a day that I would have to do dual mode. Now, those were the days when the naps went well. And you know, some days naps just don't go well. So 2020 gave us a couple of things. It gave me us, uh, my husband's business. It gave me 20 pounds. Um, and it furthered my anxiety issues. It also taught me how to start looking into cortisol issues and hormones and all those things that can impact, you know, how stress can impact the body. I would say this is where my true journey to being better every day started. Side note to the side note, <laughs> 2020 also, I was doing something else. Since 2018, I had been working as a beach body coach, now called a body partner on the side. No longer actively working that business. I haven't for many years. But on top of everything else I had described over the last couple of years, I was also growing a side hustle that I wanted to use for spending money since all of my income was going to support our bills and family. So from 2018 to 2020 through 2020, I actively worked as a beach body coach. This is important. So give me a sec. Flip to the calendar of 2021, and that's where PW designs accidentally was born. I was trying to make it momming, um, working full time and killing it in my corporate job, and being a beach body coach. And guess what? They don't make a planner for that. So surprise, surprise, on our January 2021 Florida vacation, I sat down in Canva and designed it myself. I had already started designing, you know, sample pages here and there and had kind of toyed with the idea and honestly, I Googled and tried to find if I could just upload PDF pages to like print a planner and couldn't find anything. So I designed it myself. I had to have everything I needed for both my corporate job and my side hustle all in one place and it was perfect. I started sharing about it on social media and it kind of snowballed from there uh, to the business you see today. Now, obviously there's been a lot of ebbs and flows and growth and changes in those last, what now, two and a half years, but that's where it all started. It started from frustrations that I was already trying to do something on the side, grow a business and needed a planner to do both. There's a lot that happened in 2021 and 2022. And a lot of it brought personal growth for me. So I learned things like cycle thinking from my friend, Joel Cease, um, Obsessed with cycle syncing. So, listen to our Living in Sync podcast. Um, I learned how my Enneagram type impacts me. I always say that I'm in between an Enneagram three and eight for those who are familiar. I'm a very direct person, but I'm also an achiever. I hired a hypnotherapist to help deal with some anxiety issues. And interestingly enough, she did help me with some anxiety issues, but it was mostly around my. The way I saw myself and my worth and my body image, and not what I had been trying to tackle, which was anxiety issues around sickness and my daughter, which I'm still dealing with. Um, I learned about acupuncture and chiropractic care. I hired my business mentor, Lauren Francois, to help me work through limiting beliefs very early in my business. And I was finally building a new vision and goals for myself after feeling completely lost as I turned 30 and became a mom. All this transformation something beautiful happened. Those small spe- steps made a difference. Those small steps made a difference. I was making friends through my business. I finally had a creative outlet that let me draw boundaries on my corporate job. I felt alive. I felt worthy just for being me. I felt calm. Thanks to the also the support of anxiety meds. I will be fully transparent on that and affirm the leader of it after I saw another mom who was talking about it. I was being challenged in PW Designs after feeling completely stagnant in my comp- career. I had been in and now am in my corporate job over 10 years. And honestly, I'm really good at it. But it's not often I feel challenged anymore. I love my clients. I love what I do. But it's rare on an everyday basis that I actually, I would say I'm making conscious decisions on my corporate career. It's often just kind of repeatable tasks that I've done for 10 years. I was happy. I should say am happy, not just was happy. I am happy. I felt more confident postpartum and 40 pounds heavier than I ever did before I had my daughter. I'm sure everyone has those moments though, where you look back in pictures and you're like, dang it, why didn't you just like be happy with what you were at? Now, you know, I saw a picture a long time ago about in your 60s, you'll wish you had your body you had in your 50s. In your 50s, you wish you had your body you had in your 40s. In your 40s, you'll wish your body you had in your 30s. And I think it really dawned on me that I needed to love myself and my body for the strength and the beauty and the life it gave me and my daughter, and not just about the weight. I have honestly basically broken up with the scale over the last couple of years because it doesn't serve me. All it does is give me anxiety. I am 70 pounds heavier than I was back in my eating disorder days. and I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm confident and I believe in working myself and it doesn't matter what the weight is. I digress. I digress. <laughs> so I also learned through that time uh, recently in 2023 about my human design from Lauren Francois where I felt like another piece of the puzzle clicked into place. I'm a projector where money is often the form of success and recognition. It takes a lot for me to change my stories and beliefs and guess what? The systems and solutions that I talk about every day, I also can see super easily as a projector. I can instantly see when I'm talking to somebody with a planner consult, the design that they need. I can see um, branding. I can see, you know, just the creative side of things, not only just the systems, but how it should look. I often have had a hard time describing it, but I can see it in my head and I just need to build it for somebody to be able to see it too. Um, obviously that's where I started designing the planner business. is is I was leaning into my human design. So if you don't know what it is, look Lauren up and she will help you get there. Now, my job as I see it is to pass on what I've learned. And seriously, this is just like a 10,000 foot look at the last four years. I feel like I've changed and grown almost every month since becoming a mom. I feel like that was a catalyst just because, I mean, it forces you with hormones to, change and look I in a lot of ways I feel like I would have changed anyway because like I said I had I'd met all of my quote-unquote goals but certainly it pivoted me um so my goal is to show you that you can feel alive present and not burn out if you do the work you create your systems you hold your boundaries and you hold yourself accountable to looking in the mirror every once in a while and asking yourself am I living the life I want Side note, (laughs) this will be where my squirrel brain goes once in a while on this podcast. So be ready for it. Every time I hear the word pivot lately, I hear Chandler going pivot on the friends episode. And I don't even watch friends that like I've barely seen any friends episodes and don't at me for the people who are obsessed with friends. But the pivot thing is definitely what's ringing in my brain right now. Anyway, squirrel brain, like I said, you will get that a lot in these podcast episodes Um, it'll also be about systems in my life that get me there, not the squirrel brain, just systems to get me happy, (laughs) um, to the work that I've done, the habits and the routines that make life easier so that you can spend the time doing the things you love. I love the fact that I get to build a business, have a corporate job, spend time with my family. The biggest thing and the biggest struggle for me is often slowing down because I just feel so alive to life and I love where we're at in life. I don't often feel overwhelmed, I've learned to recognize what burnt out feels like, and I want you to feel the same way. So lace up those shoes, hit play, dive into the world of being better every day with me, and let's do this. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Being Better Every Day podcast. To see any visuals, head over to my YouTube channel, links, socials, and resources mentioned can always be found in today's show notes. I truly appreciate you leaving a rating and review to help me reach more women looking to build systems to be peacefully productive. If you are looking for more, you can always find me on Instagram at julie.pwdesigns, sharing the behind the scenes of my everyday life as a millennial mom, corporate girly, and small business owner. Until next time, keep on taking one step at a time towards your version of being better every day.